All right, guys. Welcome to episode one of the the Red Card Report. I'm Dylan Ponte. I'm here with Rui Pereira and Joe Capuano. Woo! We're here. I know. We finally did it. I finally hit the record button. Jesus. It's been uh, it's been quite a ride to get this thing started. We've been procrastinating a lot. Yeah. Check. Definitely months and months. Planned Especially this about a year today. ago and didn't get things seriously started until like about a, about yeah, a month ago. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. We literally have been talking about it for a while because we literally get together on Friday nights because we're yeah, losers. FIFA Fridays. FIFA Fridays. Hang out on Friday <laughs> nights. Play FIFA. We've FIFA. talked about this for so long. Finally, we got off our asses and we decided managed, to do this, figured to get it, it a shot, get it started. So, yeah, FIFA Fridays is what kicked us off. It's official. And now it's now it's turned into Fridays. The, to it, the, FIFA yeah. Friday is still a thing, though, right? Yeah, or, but yeah. podcast is first. That's right. Good. Joe I'm loses at FIFA Fridays. Yeah. That's and what it pass, should be called. All right, it's already started. Pass wow. FIFA. It is, yep. Wow. It's always an L for Joe. Oh, yeah, it doesn't matter. Regardless, PES yep. or FIFA, Pro yep. Evolution Soccer or FIFA, no, it doesn't matter. Right, Joe? Yeah. Which right? one are we going to be, well, can I ask this now? Which one are we going to be playing more? Come this current season, it's like probably going to be FIFA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. FIFA nineteen so? because they have the Champions League now. Yep, Champions League. So Europa League. Oh, that hurts me so bad. I know. Pes yeah. Pes was a good game. Was they, it's still going to be? Good. Still I mean, is a good okay, game. So they don't have the Champions League anymore. They don't have the Italian League, right? They don't have Syria anymore. No, no. Don't. FIFA just grasped um, on the yeah. They lost um, a bunch of licensing. It. They don't have the licensing to. <laughs> they don't uh, have the Dortmund. League. They don't have the German League. Well, but they're licensing the Portuguese League. And they Pes? had yeah, yeah and Pes and the Russian yeah. League. The oh, Russian. Oh, the Russian League. Oh, no, the big spenders. That everyone big wants spenders. to play. With. Oh God. Oh man, people in Portugal are going to be going nuts. People in Russia are going to be going nuts. Yeah. But then you can't play in the Champions League. So I'm no, but you, yep, yep, but you can't play in the Champions but, but, League. But I'm or wondering the if they'll League, fill none it. Of that. That's just, I, I don't know. I don't what know. are they going to fill it's it It's not with? looking good for PES. Is it going to be like, are they just going to call it the European Cup? And, yeah, you know, kind of what they did in yeah, FIFA what they've all done the other years. What is yeah, it, the Euro Cup? Their European Championship, I think it's called. That's the Champions League version. No, no, no. In, in, the, in FIFA. In FIFA, yeah. in FIFA it's European Champions Cup. Champions, yeah, Cup. Champions yeah. Cup is the Champions League. I think it's the title. Euro Cup, which I and think the European Championship called. is the yeah. uh, is the Euro. I think it was originally wasn't it originally oh. called the Champions Cup back in the day. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, European it was European Champions mm-hmm. Cup. Yeah, before, they, know, before the like name that. change. Yeah. But anyway, I'm sure we'll have more. We'll have way more episodes to talk about Pez v, v FIFA and all that stuff. Which one we like? Yeah, more we'll, at some point. somewhere down the line we'll have a, a very. Big debate, in depth analysis. Debate. Yeah, in depth yeah. analysis is weird. But what do we what do we want to talk about right now? Definitely the World Cup. That's what I thought. This is a well. This I mean, is the main we're, thing this, this we're in the month of football right now. It's yeah, been this a crazy, is crazy. This is, crazy this World is Cup. the main event right now. Yeah, it's been crazy. Actually, the most bizarre World Cup I've ever seen. Yeah, tell me about it. I mean, it's since, probably been one of the most entertaining ones. Yeah, I mean, at least I mean, there's been lifetime. there's been a lot of thrillers, but this one's just bizarre, right? It, it, this is very bizarre. So England's many actually making the yeah. semifinal. How bizarre is that? If you told it actually me, could come home. <laughs> Surprisingly, I never thought that it was gonna it was it was gonna get that it was gonna it was be gonna like happen. This. I, not this year. I mean, eventually, I I I knew England was gonna go far and make noise in a tournament, but I didn't think it was gonna be this soon. But I mean, they've been they've been playing pretty well i mean say what you want but i guess for me 
the fact that my my boys, my Italy, are not in it. It's kind of nice not having a horse in the race because then I can just I can watch the game. Yeah, I'm not stressed out. Like yeah, you've yeah. been you've had a hard on for Croatia though. Oh well, dude, who doesn't though? Yeah, I mean that's that's a team that I'm I'm pulling for now that Portugal's out. Yeah, right. I really, I really, I really love the way the Croatians play. They're so, like so organized, so disciplined. Uh, they're tough workers, and they have an amazing midfield. That, yeah, that midfield is just—it's just, just ridiculous. Well, I mean, who are you rooting for then, Dylan? Now, now that we're, oh, you know, God. I'm rooting for um, Croatia. Rui's rooting for Croatia. Who are you rooting for then? Well, we did our little FIFA bracket things. Um, I tore mine at, up because I had Germany beginning. going. Yeah, my team's yeah, already yours, out. Yours was already screwed. You know Spain That's going through. Garbage. I'm technically th- the only one left. I, I, I honestly <laughs> thought Spain. Yeah, you're the, yeah, you're, yeah, your team's in. I'm, I had France still, winning the whole thing. Yeah. I really don't like France. Um, but, but they're a good so, team. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not going to root for them to win. But uh, if I did have a team to root for right now, I'd probably either say Croatia or Belgium. Yeah, the two golden generations that are in the yeah. cup right now, it's... It's insane. It's who insane. Knows? Who and, knows? And you know what? I think this is like the last the last ride for for both sides. Yeah, you think sides. so? You yeah. don't think that there's going to be another... Oh, no, there's going to be talent, of course. Like coming out of Belgium. Yeah, yeah, or... but it, like a, the golden generations that they both have, frankly. Yeah, like uh, the the best players that they yeah, have probably had in a It's been their generation, you know? Yeah. Uh, the best talent that they've had... Well, this is the best talent Belgium's ever had. Uh, Croatia's had... Always, they've always had good players. Since it became its own independent country, they've actually always had a pretty solid team. Yeah. Um, In the late nineties, I mean, they finished what fourth? Some, yeah, yeah, I think so. I think that when they had fourth, uh, really? Yeah, yeah, nineteen ninety-eight. They had the. They were in the semifinal. I mean, Yugoslavia was always a a good team. Back in the what you mean, like back when it was all one. Yeah, when it was all one country, (laughs) they were they were always had a stacked team, and um, well, yeah, it doesn't surprise me that that. It's weird the when talent, you, the talent stayed with Croatia. It's weird when you look at some of the Croatian players. Like if you look at at their profiles on like Wikipedia and stuff, like some of the older ones, it was like born in Yugoslavia, Yugoslavia yeah. SFR, like mm-hmm. back when it was all one country, and now it's like oh they're Croatian. And some of them, like especially during the transition years in the nineties, like Davor Suker, he was technically born in Yugoslavia, and so he played for Yugoslavia and Croatia. It's just it's, oh, yeah. it's super bizarre to see. Yeah, um, uh, Modric was born in Yugoslavia. Yeah, he was born in Yugoslavia. I think Rakitic was too. Yeah. He was born Where's in Switzerland. It? Believe it or not. Right? Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah I remember I don't don't ask me how. They I mentioned that the that. other day well, um yesterday when they were playing that they were uh, that he was born in Swiss uh Switzerland. So I I guess we're <laughs> I guess it's unanimous here. We're all kind of really pulling for Croatia to do. Yeah, really how well. could you not though? Yeah, well, I mean, for so long, it's always been, <clears throat> it's always been those those top teams winning the World Cup. You got Brazil, Spain, Germany. Oh, yeah, so happy Brazil um, got Italy, out. Argentina, Argentina. Oh, yeah. No, Argentina's yeah. always been up there. Um, <laughs> so it's nice to see you know Belgium and Croatia. It's nice to see kind of the you know the smaller countries, the smaller teams. You know, it's like Pushing England. It, I mean, England's always been that team that just everyone talked about, but yeah, they but never, they never really did went that, they, they never really did much. They always had a good team, but they never went far. Yeah, and just, now they're they're actually going for this. Is, I think this is their, what their this third? is the furthest that they've been since 1990. I think. Yeah. When I think they made the semifinal in Italia '90, and then that that they haven't done anything since. 
this is the furthest that they've got. Yeah, and especially yeah. especially the the golden generation that they had in the early two thousands, mid two thousands with Gerard Lampard, Gerard, Lampard, you know, Beckham, Rooney, uh, like um, unbelievable team that they had, and they didn't even do much. No, they didn't. They didn't do much get, with them. Which, considering that they they didn't even qualify for the Euros in two thousand and eight. That's right. Wow, good memory, dude. Yeah. Wow. And they still had it. They still had all those players, all that talent. I mean. For a country that they quote unquote, um, you, I wish you could see the me birth do of air quotes, you know, invented the rules for the game. I, they have not no. done well on the international stage at all. No, definitely. I mean, I was born in Wasn't 92. It? I've been following football since I would say like 98, 99. I was a little kid watching it at home. Right. Yep. And, Same. you know, Everyone always made. I mean, their their league is fantastic. It's, I think it's the best. Oh, it's the best, the best and the, the world, most competitive right? league That's in the what world, everyone says. and it has been for close to ten years or so. But um, yeah, they they just great league, great club teams, but they never managed to do much on the international level. And it, I mean, it's nice that they're they're doing it now because they do have a really good team, and I believe you know they they have the quality to get there to the final. I think they can beat Croatia. Um, even though I'm, I think Croatia is a, a little bit more organized. They have better chemistry. Um, I think I think they're gonna go through. I want them to go through, but I can't knock England out for where they are right now. They've, they've been playing great. I feel like everyone on the Croatia team is pretty much playing for Luka Modric. I yeah. think I remember. Oh yeah, Ivan Rakitic said he said we have to work so hard because to give it back to him to give it back to Luka Modric cuz he's given that team so much absolutely do you, but now that we're we're talking about England and and all this stuff do you think that Sweden was too do you think Sweden deserved to be there do you think Sweden deserved to play England yeah. like they made it that far they made they made it that far yeah they they deserved it yeah i mean they didn't really have um I think every team they, that, that it's not like goes they necessarily got lucky. It. Yeah, weren't yeah, they was, just kind of like put? But in terms of quality, do you think that they were just kind of like pushovers for England? Like, oh yeah, it's, historically speaking, Sweden's always been like the bogey team for England. Like they knocked them out in, um, damn it, what was the that competition? You know, you know the one where I'm thinking of where Zlatan had that ridiculous overhead kick. Wasn't that the no? That was uh, that was the qualifications. Yeah, and they didn't. And England didn't make it that year. I think you you know exactly what I'm talking about. Was it that? Uh, yeah, I couldn't. I no, they made tell it. You what year it was? Did they still make it? it? Yeah. England well, anyway, made it. England has a history of losing to Sweden, like a long history of losing to them. Yeah. Well, I mean. England definitely had the better side, the stronger side, this year. Um, Sweden actually has made a pretty big improvement from the past few years. I mean, they made it to the to the Euro last last what was it two summers? Yeah, two summers ago they made it, but their team wasn't strong. Four years ago they missed the World Cup, and now they actually look yeah they did better. miss the World Cup. They yeah. look better. That's right. And do you think they're a better team? With Slaton or without Slaton? Yeah, they're they would be a better team with them for sure. So, do you think that if Slaton was on on the team, they would have fared better against we? Yeah, uh, do you think that England? they would have? Yeah, I think they would have right won. Now? I bet. Well, I don't know if they would have won, 
Um, I think they would have had a better chance. I mean, Zlatan's not as good as he as he was before, but I mean, he yeah, still it, it's definitely an improvement to have him up top. It's a guy that with experience and a guy that still has well, a so shot I, that could put the ball away. So I guess my question would be, now that Zlatan's not there, do you think that that rather than you know forcing the ball to Zlatan because he's your best player, you know, all time player, uh, because he's not there to, to force the ball to? Um, does that open things up for the rest of the team? Does that give them a little more chemistry, a little more freedom? And that's what's been able to kind of propel them into the quarterfinals against England? Yeah, I mean, you could say that. But I think I think with, with Ibrahimovic on the team, I think they would have played they better. Were, I, think, I, think I think Sweden they would, have would have won. I bet Sweden would have won if Zlatan were there. I mean, just the impact that Zlatan makes on the field, just his presence there. He could, he could be ghost. He could be ghosting the entire game, and his presence on the field just changes the plan, um, the game plan for the for the opposition, because they go in to shut him down, and it's going to force the other his teammates to to cre- to create plays. Oh no! Yeah, don't don't get me wrong. I mean, and I think Sweden. 36? I think Sweden now is more capable of that than they have been in the past. Yeah, I mean, they have players like Toivonen and and, and, and Forsberg, Forsberg, who pretty oh, pretty who good players, space, yeah. and stuff like that. But I, th- what impressed me the most about the Sweden side is that how defensive, uh, defensively like organized they were, and I think that that is really what got them so far. Yeah, is how like compact they were. But for whatever reason, you know. England just picked them apart. They just, I mean, they won those aerial duels. England on set pieces this World Cup have has been insane. They've been really good on set pieces. It's actually that's how they scored their first goal against Sweden. Set piece, corner kick. It was, it was awesome. I mean, our penalties considered set pieces. (laughs) How many many have they had? They've been really good on penalties. Yeah, there have been at least three because Harry Kane's got three, right? Just yeah, from PKs. Got, yeah, just three. Is he the top scorer of the tournament right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah six. six. Yeah. He didn't score. Oh my God. He didn't score against Sweden, but um, he was there. He was there making yeah, noise. Yeah, he's, he's at the top with six, and then the next three guys or the next four guys, um, aren't they Ronaldo, all? Ronaldo, Cherishev. They're all they're eliminated. All and yeah, they're, they're not all there. Eliminated. Yeah. Yep. Um, wow. And Lukaku has four. And Lukaku has four. Oh, so, okay. So, yeah, Lukaku has four. Speaking of Belgium, Belgium, France. That's going to be a good game. That's going to be a good game. That's going to be an awesome game. Do you think he can, do you think Lukaku can score against France? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. he's He's a top player who happens to be inconsistent. He had a seriously inconsistent. Seriously inconsistent. At Everton, he would score against big clubs. He would score when it mattered. He was the guy there. Um, yeah, Man Everton United was great. I mean, at Man United this year, it's been an up. He had a good year, but it was just up and down in the big games. He kind of dissipated. He just wasn't. He wasn't anywhere to be found. But I think it's kind of almost like a sign of relief to see him play the way he has been playing this World Cup because he's been there even in the games that he hasn't scored. He was there. Yeah, I mean mm-hmm. he he does come up big. And you know what? That last goal against Japan. That last goal against that Japan was, was just yeah. I remember it, seeing it, the it flow was amazing. of that play, right? It was amazing. The, but him just 
You needed it, that pass. He, he needed to make that pass. But it was a dummy. It was a dummy that he made. The pass that came to him, he set up a dummy, let the ball just go in between his legs, mm-hmm. and that's it. It was just if he doesn't make that play, that goal doesn't happen. No, and it was him being very unselfish and also aware. His awareness of where all the other players were, despite his back being being towards the 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 goal scorer, which was amazing. So I mean that play was was unbelievable, and Lukaku had a had a had a huge play, uh, part in it. So let me let me defer to France now. France had sixty two percent possession when they played Uruguay for that quarterfinal match. And do you think that do you think that the, they could do the same thing to Belgium? Do you think Belgium is just gonna kind of sit, wait for a counter, and go? And do you think France is just gonna dominate possession again, like they did with Uruguay? I feel like I just feel like there are a lot of similarities between Uruguay and Belgium in terms of their they can be very clinical going forward. They can wait for a counterattack, and that's kind of what they did against Brazil. Brazil was just throwing mm-hmm. stuff, attack after attack forward, and Belgium was just like, "Yeah, yeah, well, I'll take that. I'll take that." And they were cl- they Kevin De Bruyne, clinical finisher, got them that second goal, got them through. So, do you think that the same thing will happen with France and Belgium? I don't know. I don't know what Rui. What do you think? Because like my. I haven't necessarily been that impressed with Uruguay. Um, so you're in, saying that so, it will, it'll be a tale of two totally different teams? Fran- I think you know France has a hell of a team, but I think the possession numbers in that game against Uruguay might have had more to do with Uruguay's style of play and or how, how they were trying to defend that I game. I guess that's fair. Yeah. As opposed to how dominant France was. So I'm not necessarily convinced that that you know, time of possession or those possession numbers will be the same against the Belgium side. Because yeah. when, for example, when Portugal played Definitely, Uruguay, yeah, the, Portugal had, what was it? it was like 65, 68? I think it was about 60. You know, yeah, it was, it was in the mid Uruguay to upper side. 60s. Yeah, and I think that had a lot to do with... characteristic of Portugal. Right. So I think that has a lot more to do with Uruguay's, um, their game plan for, you know, for those two games. And, oh, okay. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe, you know, Maybe Belgium decides to do the same thing, same strategy that that they used up against Brazil, um, and and you will see those numbers. You will see, you know, France dom- dominate possession. Maybe yeah. not as much. Yeah, I mean, because Belgium has a lot of good passers. No, of, of the two right? uh, of the two semifinal games, that that that's definitely going to be the more entertaining one. I think. You think so? Yeah. But. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. It should it, be. It's going to be the game that be. everyone's going to have their eyes on. Yeah. For sure. I mean, both games are going to be watched. I really of want course. Croatia. Yeah, I, will, I, mean, <laughs> I, want, I, I want Croatia to win too, but I mean, this is going to be the game. These, I think these are the the, the two best teams. The France-Belgium teams. game is going to be. I think these are the two best teams in the tournament, and it's, it's going to be a battle. It's one of them is going to go home. One of them's gonna go home, and it's gonna be a battle. And and you know what? I I don't know if France is gonna maintain all that possession like they did before because because Belgium has the quality. They have the quality on their team. Their midfield is absolutely absolutely stacked. Stacked just, with talent. 
Yeah. And they're capable enough to to control the game through possession, or they can. Their defense is strong enough um, to defend to defend and hold off um, to hold off France's possession, their creativity, and they can just rely on the counter attack like they did against Brazil, and it worked. It worked for them, and they defended. Very, very well, even though Brazil should have... Brazil should have won, dude. Brazil should have won. I don't know if they should have won, but they should have capitalized on some shots. 27 shots, dude. Yeah, but sometimes 27 shots, you know, they're they're not all easy ones. Yeah, quality shots. Yeah. I mean, mean, how many were on target? I think it was about eight, nine? Nine. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God, yeah. Okay, so there you go. They had 88% pass accuracy, though. Yeah. No, I, I was con- I was absolutely convinced that Brazil was going to come back, and if they tied the game, I thought that they were going to go on and win it. I thought the momentum would have carried them forward to end yeah. up winning the game, and they almost did. The, the last like 15 minutes of that game, oh my god, they, yeah, they should have capitalized. Coutinho missed so many opportunities. Coutinho, Coutinho, yep. and Gustavo both missed. Prime, Coutinho should have had that shot. shot. Yeah, same with Gustavo too. There was no one in front of him. He was he was walking right into the area in the middle of the area. No one was in front of him. To contest his shot, that's you make that's that money. shot. That's money. You can't ask for a better look than that. And they didn't put it away. They made him drink water. Which um, which one was uh, who took the shot that um, where Courtois made the, the huge, huge save? I think it was Gustavo. Was that the Gustavo shot? Yeah, where it dipped and Courtois like six five frame just punched it over the yeah. bar. Punched it right over the punched bar. It over the bar. That was yeah. That was a beautiful. That was, that was a yeah, six that was, save of the tournament. That was a six save so far. There's been a couple of them. Yeah. There's been I, the Yo, Courtois. Yep. Yoris against yep. Uh, Uruguay right before halftime. I mean, France was up one zero. If Uruguay put that away, it would have been it a different changed, game entirely. Could have changed the game. Oh yeah. Then there was the um, oh the Russian goalkeeper. I forget his name. Akinfeev. Yeah. He had in the the penalty shootout. Oh against, yeah. Um, that was a sick save. The leg save? Is that Against the one Spain, you're about? Spain, the, yeah. yeah. The leg, the leg save. save. Kick save yeah. and a beauty. And then, I mean, the the Schmeichel saves for Schmeichel Denmark. played. For Denmark. Unreal. Yeah. Oh, unreal in against that, Croatia. In that quarterfinal, that was nuts, too. Yeah. He had, so despite losing, games. he won man of the match. Yeah. I'm sure his father is definitely proud. You know, one of the greatest, one of the greatest goalkeepers to ever do it. Yeah. Was there watching, making Papa proud? Yep, and yeah, it was it was an unbelievable credit to credit to Subasic though he was no slouch either. Now Subasic played in the PK shootout against uh, against Russia. Same thing. Yep. Same. The dude thing. was hurt too. They, all those players were hurt. I wonder how he is now. They he was like he was clutching his hamstring like he had an awkward fall. Oh yeah, he when he went for one of the balls. Yep. And he just immediately after clutched his, his the back of his leg, and I was like, "Oh God!" Well, he managed to make it through the PKs, and he stopped. They were out of two? subs. They were there was no Actually, no other way. Technically, I think he saved one because uh, who was it who just missed the it? Net. Yeah, he just completely uh, uh, Mario Fernandez. Fernandez, yeah. Fernandez from hero. zero to zero. God, talk about like I, I thought so. You shouldn't do yeah, this. Yeah, that guy's going to end up in the papers a couple days from now. Yeah. Like, oh, like, free accident. This is accident. why we lost. Yeah, p- p- uh, piano, you know, yeah. dropped from a 
10 story building landed no, on him. I don't I don't think so. <laughs> now, I don't advise I mean, that he, he's the one that got them there into the in the into the yeah, PK yeah. shootout. Into the PK shootout. That was an amazing header. Mm-hmm. Not too many not too many guys can do that. I don't advise that anyone do this, but I was I'll admit it, I was watching the game on my phone while I was driving. Um don't don't do that. I do it I all w- the time. I was <laughs> <laughs> I know you do, but I'm say I'm telling anyone else don't do it. Because if you're like me and something happens, then just like I, I, I go, I go crazy. I was, I was driving. Vita scores the first header in in extra time. Such a weird goal, but it was takes his shirt off and is celebrating. They don't. No one knows if it's his goal yet or not. But he doesn't care. It's his goal. I was going ballistic. I was driving to a friend's house. As soon as I get. To my friend's house. Guess what happens? Russia, Russia scores. Russia scores. Yeah. What? That stadium erupted. Talk about unpredictable. Oh, yeah. it erupted, and, and, and you know you have to you have to admire Russia too. The, the coach, the coach was just trying to get the crowd into this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you've seen you saw Mario Fernandez too when they were down two to one. The ball would go out of bounds, and he would just point to the crowd and just tell them. Get it going. Get up. Get up. We need you. We need everybody to to help us get back in this game. And you know, it's 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 amazing what an atmosphere like that can do to motivate your team to push forward. And they made it happen. They is, they forced the PKs. Is it bad that I didn't think Russia would make it this far? Is no, it, no is I don't it, think anyone of, did. Yeah, I I, think I had them getting the out of the way. group. I didn't even have them get coming out of the group. <laughs> And how yeah, they proved everyone wrong. Did they really did. No, so credit to not. them. Appla- applause for Russia. No, I mean, they, they played well. In the, in the first game, they played Egypt and put up five goals. No, it was uh, Saudi Arabia. Oh, Saudi Arabia. Yeah. yeah, excuse me. They did um, beat Egypt yeah. too, though, didn't they? they? Yeah, no, they beat yeah, Saudi they Arabia beat and Egypt. Um, yeah, I mean, they put in that first game, they opened up the tournament, put five goals away. Even that, I mean, that against Saudi Arabia still, I mean, that's pretty that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, but uh, but credit to them they they really they worked hard I they were one of the big surprises of the tournament for me in a a list of huge surprises for this tournament I think that they they definitely stand stand out for me yeah there were a couple of teams that actually kind of that stood out I, I was I was really impressed with Senegal and I was disappointed at the fact that they didn't move on oh uh, yeah dude um dude, that that tough situation between that. Uh, the yellow you know, cards the yellow cards and the the fair play rules there's that no yeah. there's no good way to go through with that there's, right yeah there's only no, so much that tough. you can do after i mean both teams scored four both teams conceded yeah so, four. so for, for those who don't know and when they played each about other about the, fi- the fair play rules two to two so for those who don't know about the fair play rules when everything comes down to a tie like that when they're tied in points tied in goals fifa just implemented the rule um for fair play and it's the team moves on or yeah goal differential everything's tied the fewest team with the cards, fewest right? amount of yellow card yellow cards is the team that moves on i hate that and because of I that i hate that so much i know it <laughs> i think that's is it ridiculous. that i don't mind i mean sure that's a that's a really crappy way to go through because but. there's nothing dirty about getting a yellow i mean it could be dirty getting a yellow card could be because you're playing dirty but sometimes it's just tactical no yeah absolutely you know, it, it's you have sometimes you have to make the tackle. If you yeah, have to I mean, follow how many the player times, and it's going to be a yellow card. I mean, you 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 see it all the time. 
you know, there's a team going on a counter and a guy commits a foul. To, yeah, when, you yeah, know, when the opposition it, has numbers and you're defending a counterattack and your option is foul him or risk getting burnt and leading up to a goal, you're going to have to go for the foul. Well, mm-hmm. then let me ask you this question. Because I don't mind that rule. Sure, it's not great, but there, I can't think of anything. Be- what yeah. would be something better? Yeah, you can't play another game. You can't just have a random yeah, that's penalty the thing. shootout. But like the the, the crazy like the crazy thing so what too would you is do then? the crazy thing too is that when they played each other, it was a two to two tie. <laughs> it's I like, love wh- this Where game. do you go after that? Like you goals forward, goal differentials tied. You allow the same, you know, you allow everything the same identical amount of goals. Everything was identical. You played each other and it was a tie. You know, I guess that's the only way you can you can go about it is yellow cards. Japan were still awesome though. I'm, yeah, I'm glad Japan. That Japan, 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 uh, Japan, Japan were still. But good. I think they got really fortunate against Colombia, which put them in the uh, in the situation that they were in. I think Colombia made a huge, huge mistake, and I don't think I wasn't all that impressed with Japan in in the group stage. I really, I really it probably wasn't. T- yeah. Yeah, neither was I really, but but I mean I they did, played they phenomenal. Turned, they turned up for for Belgium. For, for Belgium, they dude. did. They, I mean, they really did. They were mm-hmm. creating opportunities. They were playing hard. They were pressing. They were really frustrating Belgium. Mm-hmm. That's it, man. How long ago they went was up that two game? nothing in that game? Two right? nothing. Yeah. yeah, went up two nothing, and then obviously Belgium comes back comes with back three, three unanswered yeah. goals. That was and then that one you kind of saw yeah. coming. How long ago was that? Was that this oh, past that was week? The, uh, yeah, round of sixteen. Oh my god! But we're gonna look at. I think that we're gonna look back on this tournament, and it's gonna be. I think it'll be a good, a good tournament. Yeah, it's it's definitely no matter what happens in the future. It's definitely been one of the better ones. Yeah, I mean, a little later on, we'll probably uh, you know toward towards the end of the podcast, we'll probably talk about you know uh, final predictions for. Well, we could talk about predictions for the semifinal games, and then obviously, you know, who we think is gonna win. In the final, based on our our semifinal predictions, yeah, sure. Um, Naturally, but, uh, but yeah, for right now, uh, we're kind of right in the middle. We're going to try and keep these podcasts to around an hour, uh, about about at the half hour mark right now. So we're going to take a quick quick break, and uh, we'll be be back in a little bit. We're actually going to be talking about um, the Cristiano Ronaldo transfer rumors to Juventus. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I know. Uh, I know Joe's pretty happy about that. Oh, I'm super. Happy I'm certainly that. not happy about. Yeah, that. Yeah, we've got a. We got Joe's. Joe's a big Juventus fan. Rui's a big AC Milan fan. Yep. I'm. It's gonna be good for the league, a though. Fan. Dylan's um, just a yeah. fan. <laughs> yeah, I'm just a I'm fan. Just a I'm fan. a bandwagon fan. Yeah, so I'm. I'm. A, I'm a big Cristiano Ronaldo fan. So when he played for Manchester United, I was a huge Manchester United fan. When he played for Real Madrid, I've been a lifelong Real Madrid fan, and I can't wait to get my Juventus jersey when he goes to Juve. But with that being said, uh, yeah, we'll take a quick break, and we'll come back, and we'll talk about the transfer rumors. It's ecstasy! Astonishing! This is not just a dream, it's a wet dream of orgasmic proportions. And this one deludes everybody. It's fallen to Di Maria. Ronaldo! Ronaldo! Cristiano Ronaldo! The king of the Bernabeu, reigning supreme, getting us back. 
Tony Cruz. Look up to see what's on. Cut back for Ronaldo. Oh, what a goal. Sensational finish. And it just had to be him to release the tension. Cristiano Ronaldo. Breathing space for Real Madrid. Hey guys, we're back here on the second half of the official Red Card Report podcast, episode one. Yeah, buddy. Oh yeah. The uh, the second second uh, second segment here, we were going to talk about the most recent transfer news, or at least the, the biggest transfer news. There's been a, a couple of transfers that ha- that have happened already, but the uh, the biggest rumor um, going around right now, as of the past couple of days, is uh, Cristiano Ronaldo to. Juventus. Juventus. Yes, Joe. Joe is a very, very big Juventus fan. Oh, he has been super pumped the past couple of days. Been running around crazy with his with his Juventus jersey and his probably his Juventus. Uh, he's smiling. But it's all, um, it's all sunshine and rainbows for this who guy. Who wouldn't be smiling? Really? No, I mean, I'm. I'm. I'm certainly not. Yeah, like I said, <laughs> I, I'm a big Cristiano Ronaldo fan. Like I was saying before, so. I'm happy. I think it's a great move, but we'll we'll get into that a little bit. Um, Joe, you basically... I'm the re- resident expert on, yeah, on you, this Yeah, right uh, you basically ran the show on this one. You, you kind of did all the, the research, and, and I know you've got a, a few few updates, I guess, right, as of pretty recently? Yeah, as pretty recently, as of today, actually. Mm-hmm. So, this is, so this is everything that we know right now about Cristiano Ronaldo moving. As of right now, Florentino Perez, the president of Real Madrid, wants 100 million euros or more than that to bring Ronaldo to Juve. And Juve is willing to pay whatever price. Perez also wants Ronaldo to announce to the Madrid fans that it's his choice to leave. He wants him to hold a press conference and tell the Madrid fans that Ronaldo, wow. that he's leaving. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's- Okay. Just absolutely ridiculous. Oh, we're not even done yet. Um, He's the reason why Ronaldo's leaving in the first place. Is it, you think I bet. So? I think All so. Right. I bet. Anyway, Ronaldo will be making about 30 million euros per per season at Juventus, more than he's currently making at Real Madrid. What's he, um, what's he making over there now, Rui? 21 million. 21 million? Far more. Yeah, yeah, so he'd, yeah. He'd be making a lot more than, than a lot. He's making and now. compared to what he should be making, you know, he's being he's being underpaid at Real Madrid compared to Neymar and and Messi. Yeah, where Messi's making double than he is. Um, I believe is he's it's double. I, yeah, I believe Messi is forty million euros. I believe yeah. Messi's forty yeah. million. Yeah, yep. Just it, fact it, check. Yep, yep. Messi's making forty. Yeah, Ronaldo's I, making twenty one. Not to Neymar, take anything away from Messi. 36. Not to take anything yeah, away from Messi because he definitely deserves that. Yeah. Um. He is Messi. He's, you know, top two in the world right now, and he's does great for the club. But if I had to pick a ton of money into if I had to, to pick Barcelona, someone who yeah. deserves to get paid more, it's Ronaldo. Yeah. If if that, but you know, he should be in the same ballpark as them. Not. Not half. Not half. Yeah. Half. I didn't. Re- I didn't realize that. To be honest with you, I Crazy. didn't realize it was that big. How um, big of a difference. Another thing, Ronaldo will be ready. Once this deal goes through, he'll be ready to join Juventus in the United States for their preseason tour. Um, Cristiano will be basically the face of Juventus. He'll be given all sorts of merchandising deals. 
Um, the family that owns Juventus also owns Ferrari. He'll be made the the main celebrity sponsor of Ferrari. And as far as I know, this will all get wrapped up Tuesday or Wednesday. And if I have to put if I have to put a label of certainty on this, a percentage percentage wise, I would say probably about ninety percent. I think that I'm pretty confident this is going to go through. Yeah, um, I I hate to say this, but I, you know I'm I'm seventy five percent sure well, that this is going through. So so correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember reading <clears throat> um, I, last week. I don't I don't remember if it was maybe Thursday or Friday. Um, Weren't there reports that he was supposed to actually fly into Italy on was it Saturday? Yeah, I mean these then, are just reports. Um, then they weren't they supposed to um, weren't they supposed to release something? Or yeah, they were supposed something? to unveil him yesterday. And, yeah, that's then again, it's it's it just a report. Change, There's right? a bunch of different reports yeah. saying different stuff, but the majority of them are inclining towards him actually going to Juventus, where even like last week I was. I read a report. There was a report out saying that oh, George Mendes, his agent, canceled flights to Tur- to Turin. And then hours later, I get a notification on my phone from a different source saying that oh, Real Madrid wants 150 million for him. They're mm-hmm. still in talks. Yeah, on, it, it, it on just on just a wi- on on just a bid. Yeah, it can be. It could, and it so could it, change. There's All so much. There's so much going on. There's so much confusion. And the reason why I'm inclining seventy five percent and probably even more than that that he's going is that there's just too, too, too many reports saying that he's going. Yeah. And there's there, there's too many signs. I think per, I think that he's Ronaldo is just finally fed up with with Perez. I think that he's not happy at Madrid. No, he's I think not he happy. wants a new challenge. Um, I think that, and I think Juventus, per, per, you know, represents that challenge. And he wants to get paid more. He wants to be treated like he, like who he is. And he will, he'll get that at Juventus. I know that. Yeah, and which you know, is actually out of the ordinary for it, Juventus. I was because, just, yeah, oh, they never do this. Say? They yeah, never yeah. do this. They never do this. No, and Juventus has this history, and as a Milanista, you know, you have to admire this, Juventus. Had no problem canning people that canning players that believe that they were bigger than the club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they right. never. They, they're kind of like the Montreal Canadiens. They just oh, yeah. never allow mm-hmm. that one superstar to just be as big or bigger than the club, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It, it's but not. It's held them back. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's always, you know, whenever there was someone that was acting up with Juve, they would just. You know, shrug it off, send them out, and that's it. And they would find someone else to replace it. It's almost kind of like the Patriot way, how they would just find another guy just to re- just to replace um, the the one that they sent out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, an an adequate replacement. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Always and someone um, else. and Joe, that that first point that you were talking about, um, the I guess the the report is that uh, Real Madrid's now asking for even more than a hundred million euros. Yeah, as a bid, um, a hundred million euros would automatically be the um, the highest number for for an incoming transfer to Juventus yeah ever in history ever and it, it could even be more than that it and, could uh, yeah it could even be more than that I, I have a feeling that they will get him for a hundred I have a feeling that there was a gentleman's agreement between Ronaldo and 
Perez that if he were ever to leave, it would be for a hundred million. It was a gentleman's agreement. There was no documentation signed. So, I mean, regardless, even if it's one twenty or one thirty, Jewish should still pull the trigger. Yeah, it's a no yeah, brainer. You should definitely pull the trigger. It on really that. is a no brainer. But another incentive, I th- I think that why Ronaldo's doing this is because the tax laws in Italy are a little bit better than they are in Spain. A lot more Spain. friendly. Mm-hmm. A lot more friendly. There was actually a, a law that was passed in 2017 called the flat tax law. And it was actually it was meant to bring celebrities and like high paid players to the country and it allows them to pay a maximum of a hundred thousand euros on the income that they made abroad. So when they move to Italy, their taxable assets will only be a hundred K maximum. And all their family members, like Ronaldo's son, I mean, he's not he's not mm-hmm. working and stuff, but obviously any well, his, his any girlfriend. assets, his girlfriend. Or, well, actually, yeah, that probably wouldn't be considered a family member. But anybody but, yeah. who's coming with him mm-hmm. will be put in a lower tax bracket, and they'll only pay twenty five thousand euros for any of their assets too, which is way more favorable than anything that's going on in Spain right now. Because oh, absolutely. He, he was he was going to be going to jail for two years, and he was going to have to pay twenty. He was going to have oh, to. That was his pay. prison sentence. Yeah. He was going to have to again, pay you don't a really year's serve, salary, quote unquote, two years. Yeah, but they in Spain they don't serve two no, year sentences. Don't. Yeah, I'm not obviously. Yeah, we're not experts on yeah, Spanish no. law, but, but take that with a grain of salt. I guess. That's, yeah, that, is that what you what were reading though? You were saying I, I read that before when um when Messi ha- was running into the same situation uh, a couple Tax of years division. back. Yep, and um. Yeah, since he was sentenced to two years in prison, but then again, it was he just... Never, yeah. He paid you know, the fine. He and paid the fines it. and all that, and that was it. Apparently, you don't serve time in jail for two year two years sentences in Spain. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we'll, We're not lawyers. We're not experts. No. But yeah, no, no, that's fine. Um, but I just can't... I can't wait for that news to finally roll in. Once Ronaldo yeah. gets to Serie A, he's going to absolutely demolish the competition. I, with Juventus, the whole team going forward, they can, I bet you they'll win the treble. They will have, they. he is the missing piece. I'm confident in saying that. Joe, my soccer knowledge is pretty lacking, and I don't know what that is. The treble? Yeah. <laughs> it's when you, so in any league, there's always the championship. Don't, don't forget, I'm a bandwagon fan, Joe. Okay, all right, I'll Major fill you in. Major bandwagon fan. I'll fill you in the I trouble. I just figured out what PKs were the other day. <laughs> yeah, okay. No, no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I played a lot of FIFA and lost a lot of PKs. So the treble is... Not as of lately, though. You've been really killing it on the PKs lately. Yeah, you need to step up your Damn game. Man. I hate that. What, how good he's been on FIFA? Yeah. Yeah, he... And well, the PKs. Just in the PKs. He's both been, he, absolutely. If I well, yeah. I mean, he's he's good, but like you know, in the PKs, he's always, he's been getting me lately. Well, you both steamrolled for me like the today, past year. So. Uh, hey, whatever. Yeah. No, anyway, not to get off topic. Yeah. Anyway, the treble is probably one of the most sought after things to achieve. It's in any league. It's the championship, whatever league you're in, the cup, whatever league you're in, and the Champions League. They they call it the treble three. So for Ronaldo. His task at Juventus, I have a feeling, would be to win that. Win Serie A, win the Coppa Italia, and win the Champions League. Yeah, I think 
Well, it's I mean, absolutely doable. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's definitely doable, but are Juve really going to focus on Coppa d'Italia? Is it really what they want? It's not a focus, but it's always a priority. Yeah. In the past years, they've always focused on the league. Um, Which I'm highly against. Yeah, I know. For their sake, even though, <laughs> you know, I, I, I can't stand them, but... For it is their a mistake. Sake, it's not. It's it's definitely a mistake. Where they should it is a mistake. Definitely and invest more time in focusing on the on the, the Champions, Champions League because League, that's what they're missing. Really, it's what I want too. Seven seven straight league titles is enough, you know. And I, I'm I'm sure most most Juve fans can agree can agree they want that something bigger that they want they would rather see the yeah. Champions League come home and have them finish like second, third, or fourth. Yeah. I mean, you never, I ne- as a Juventino, you never want to see them finish second, third, or fourth. You always want to win that championship. Yeah, but that's, all right, yeah. I never get tired of winning that trophy, but more focus needs to be put into the Champions League. Period. The end. Yeah. I'm tired I mean, that's of how, that's how we did it. focusing on that's, it. That's how we did it. That's how, that's how AC Milan did it. They always focus on the Champions League and, you know, they, they capitalize. You look how many league titles they have compared to Juve. You want me to answer that? No, I'm, 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 I'm telling you. <laughs> you guys have twice, twice as many than Milan, and we, we have a lot more Champions League. But because we focus, it's kind of like what Real Madrid's been doing lately. Yeah, they don't oh, care about the sure. league, but what they're really their prize is the Champions is League. Is the Champions League? That's yeah. You know? That yep, that makes sense. Because you can win, you can win the league so many times. The Champions League is the top one. That's the one. Oh that, yeah, it's the and that's what I think the president Andre Agnelli, the president of Juventus, wants, and that's what he's been gunning for the last few years is the Champions League. Yeah, it's it's yeah, overdue. So. Yeah. It's overdue for Juve. And Ronaldo is that missing piece. He yeah, has no, the drive. They, he has the leadership. To, if they manage to to bring in Ronaldo, which it obviously looks like it's most likely going to happen. Um, they're easily favorites to go to the final, and then obviously, who knows what'll happen in the final? But and just yeah. think about the. I, I'm also just thinking about the way he's going to elevate the league itself. The ratings are going to go up. Uh, viewership's going to go up. His merchandise alone is going to bring in fifty million euros. That's oh, what yeah, everyone. So I know. People are crunching numbers. They're saying fifty million. He's going to bring in fifty million in revenue. He's if it's any player who would do that, it's Cristiano Ronaldo, for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're not you're not just buying the one of the best players in history. You know, you're basically buying an industry. You're buying an industry that produces championships, victories. You know. It's, well, so yeah, so like we we had said before, that's out of the ordinary for for Juventus. You know, I think what was that? So their highest played pair right now, like record, is the Iguain. record that they they paid. Yeah, yeah it was Iguain. ninety million euros for Iguain. But before that was was a Buffon. Um, the most that they paid for a player, I think. Yeah, I mean Buffon at the time. Buffon was, is a record for goalkeepers. Was, I know that, and it still stands for today. Still, yep, still the which most is crazy because this was two thousand and one. Uh yeah, two thousand and one from Parma. I want to like, say that is that is huge money. It yeah for for two thousand and one, and for a goalkeeper too. I mean, it's just like 
insane. Um, but all I know that Iguain they paid his release clause, which was ninety million euros. Oh, okay. So they automatically got him. Um, I don't know who the second most was. Uh, even so, obviously, like you were saying before, they <clears throat> um, they never do anything like this. Yeah, Real Madrid is apparently might be asking for even more than a hundred mil, but so it'll blow that away. Yeah, no, That's even for sure. even if they even if they end up asking for more, whether it's one twenty, one fifty, you know, whatever they have to do it. Yeah, no, I I think I think Juventus would be silly, would be silly not to not to throw the money at him. And I, mean, I think Ronaldo talking, really talking about one of the greatest players of all time, and a guy who's basically probably going to walk in and win you a Champions League. Yeah, I, and I think Ronaldo really wants the move. I think he's hungry for the challenge. Yeah, he's definitely on to to, to a different different setting, different challenge. Like you said, I think he really wants to take um, take home the City prize and even win the Champions League with a different team. Well, that be his third team. Th- yeah, his third team. He's won one with Man United back in two thousand and eight, and he's won four of them with, with Madrid. Real Madrid for the last five mm-hmm. seasons. Outside of uh, 2015, who else has won th- uh, with three teams? Uh, Cedar. He's joining. Yeah, he's joining an elite. Is it an just elite. them two? Or I'm sure there's more, but Seedorf is definitely the the guy that comes to the top. Yeah. That comes to the yeah. top of your head. He won with Ajax, Milan, and Madrid. Madrid. Right? Yeah. Insane. insane. I can't. He, I can't name any other players off the well, top. Well, not of my only head Champions Leagues, but um, and I just thought of this: the um, just league titles. Yeah. That would league be titles in that would be four, four different five or four four different league titles titles because he's got the La Liga title he's got the yeah. EPL title the he would if if the they Portuguese win Portuguese league right and the, the Portuguese yeah, yeah. league and then if they four. yep if you know he does end up going to Juventus and they win the league four and yeah. I don't again Insane. I don't know the numbers on that I don't know how many other players have done that in history but he's definitely not probably fewer than we think yeah I mean but winning the league titles from all those leagues. That's that's four of the top six leagues in the world. He won a, the league title. Yeah, I mean, I, he, he'll. I mean, what's who's in front of the the Portuguese league? You know, there's Germany that he hasn't won. Germany, France, Germany, and well, France. and yeah. Italy. But yeah, Germany, Italy's but in Italy's potential. If he goes, mm-hmm. he's definitely most likely going to win the league this year. If he goes, and. That would be that would be foreign. Germany and France; those are the only two leagues that I would probably put ahead of the Portuguese league. Yeah, so he'll yeah. be he'll have won in top three leagues. Yeah, That's in the top insane. three leagues for sure. Absolutely insane, and, and I bet you other players will follow. I bet you he'll he'll bring yeah, other talent with him. And you know, i i hate I hate that Juve is going to do so well, but it's going to be good for the league. I think a lot of players mm-hmm. are going to follow him. I think it's going to bring more recognition to the league and more players are like you said they're going to follow into Serie A whether it be Juve or AS Roma Napoli AC Milan hopefully and you know good exposure and Inter just, oh, just yeah, the number it's... of people watching is going to go up everything's going to go up the, I mean wherever Ronaldo goes he always leaves it better than when he leaves mm-hmm so. Yeah, it'll definitely be great for the league, and and uh, we were actually talking off air um, during the break. It'll not that the the not that Syria is on like the decline or anything like that, but compared to what it was in the past, whether oh, yeah. it was whether it was you know oh six oh seven or whether it was back in the nineties, 
um, you know, th- at one point it was the best league in the world. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, you know, if, if he can go there, it's great exposure for the league, bringing in more players. Um, yeah. you know, Rejuvenation. Yeah. It, yeah. It could I be mean, huge, huge for Syria. If he does well there and It'll brings have a the recognition effect. to the league, I think it could potentially just top, it cl- like, elapse all the other leagues as the number one league in, in the world again. I bet you it'll bring in more investors. I, I bet you... I bet you what happened with like the EPL, more investors showing up. I bet you that'll happen in Serie A because of because of Ronaldo. Yeah, but it can only go up. Honestly, with him coming, it can only go up. I mean, just look at Real Madrid since he got there. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, of course they were the biggest club. They were yeah. still the greatest club. Still the all. greatest club. They but only got better. Look at it. Look at it now. Three cha- three Champions Leagues in a row. Four out of the last five. Three Champions Leagues in a row. Unheard of. They probably still win they, maybe one or two Champions Leagues. I think the last time someone took one three maybe, was Ajax in the 70s. Three straight. Three straight? I think it was Ajax. May, uh, in the 70s. I don't think anyone else did three in a row since then. You're probably right. I, no. I don't know that off the top of my head. No. Definitely. I don't no. think so. Um, so that, that is, that's kind of like 1960s, 1970s numbers, kind of like what him and Messi have been doing on, on the score sheet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These are 1960s, 1970s FIFA pest numbers. Yeah. Video, Video game, game numbers. numbers. <laughs> oh, if he comes to Serie A, there's, I, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head who's the, the current, you know, or who holds the record for most goals in, in league play, but he'll most likely Gun- shatter that. It's Gonzalo Higuain. It's man. Higuain. 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 Do you have what the number is? 36. 36. Is it 36? 36, mm-hmm. 36 goals. 36 goals in just that. league play, right? Just, yeah, top goal mm-hmm. scorer. Top goal scorer in, in league play. 36 goals. 36. 38 games, but he probably, I don't even know if that if he played all 38 games that season. He he probably could have missed, but he definitely put 36, which is insane. So Ronaldo will have another record to beat. No, no, that's another another individual trophy. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, that guy loves to win, but he also loves to... He loves scoring goals. He he loves scoring goals, but I think he loves going behind records, chasing after records on top of that. Yeah. There's... I Honestly, I don't see any reason for him not to sign. With Juventus, I really can't think of any negatives. No, I agree. I mean, I I think it's a, it like we said, it'd be a, a great signing for not only Juventus, it'd be a great signing for Syria. Ah, um, I think it'd be good for him. And yeah, no, I agree. It it'll be good for him too. I think that's a very good league, um, league for him to join because he's still. I mean, he's on you know the the back end. He's thirty three. Yeah, he's, yeah. You know, he's thirty. He's not he's on young the back anymore. End of his career, but. Um, Still, I mean, it's not like he's, you know, completely, you know, over the hill or something like that. And no, not with playing his talent, in the MLS. No, no, absolutely not. So I think that's a, you know, that's this is a great move. Um, yeah, he's not ready for the MLS yet. Not ready for the MLS yet. Yeah, I don't. I'm still not even convinced that he goes to the MLS ever. But conversation <laughs> for another day, I guess. Yeah, uh, another podcast. No, I don't see him going to the MLS. Yeah. He stated it before. In an um, in an Not, interview, no um, retirement league for me. Yeah, he was he was interviewed in England a few years back, and he was asked that question, and he kind of just he said it straight out. He's like, 
Nah. Like I, I re- he says I respect people that do it, but that's just not for me. Yeah. You know. Yep. And by the time he he's ready to, to retire, I think he's still going to be good enough to hang around in Europe. I bet. But no, we yeah, have to we'll see, see. We have to see if he actually signs first. Like I said, Tuesday, Wednesday, watch those days. Watch your phones. Mm-hmm. You'll be getting a notification sooner or later. And yeah. you'll probably just be getting a text from me being like, he signed, all caps. <laughs> you're not going to be getting that from me, that's for sure. Yeah, it'll be like, well, you're, great. You'll it's going to be like sad face emojis. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, man. That's, but. Yeah, it's, I mean, you'll it's absolutely. It's time, uh, I guess. You'll absolutely get an update from us, whether it's on our Twitter page or on our uh, on our Instagram page. Um, oh yeah, Twitter and Facebook is yeah. just gonna. Blow yeah, for those of you, up. you know, for those of you who are interested, our Twitter page is uh, at rcr underscore uh, underscore podcast, and our Instagram page is just at Red Card Report. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you guys want to follow those, give us a like. Give yeah, us give a us follow. a like. Give us a follow. Um, we'll be, be we will be posting uh, links of our uh, podcasts and also other news as well. Yeah, updates for um, updates for podcast episodes, um, uh, segments, topics. Yeah, we'll try to fun stuff. Yeah, I mean, all all three of us still have day jobs, but um, you know, we're gonna try and keep things uh, you know as you know as up to date as we possibly can with all the latest transfer news and. Um, you know, right up to the World Cup, which is going to be ending on what? Uh, Sunday? July fifteenth. July fifteenth. Yeah. Is yeah, that I think the that's Sunday? A Sunday? I believe it is a Sunday. Yeah, because the semifinal games is wow. what, Tuesday and Wednesday. This yep. tournament's and flown by. Yeah, yeah. That's that's how it always goes, man. So fast. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. um. I mean, like I said, this like I said before, this has been a bizarre, exciting World Cup. Yeah, I agree. Very, very exciting. Absolutely. I don't know if it's the best one that I've seen. It's definitely the most bizarre. Oh, totally. Definitely the weirdest one that I've ever seen. We still got we, we still, still have, have the neck <clears throat> the, the two most important rounds coming up. Yeah. So oh, I yeah, think that's gonna I think that's gonna dictate Wednesday, whether or not final on Sunday, yeah. That's gonna dictate whether or not it's the best World Cup that I've seen. Either way, it's gonna be super. Yeah, exciting. it's gonna be great. But do we have any do we have any predictions? Any predictions for the semis? It's England, Croatia, and France and Belgium. For those of you who don't know. England, Croatia, France, and Belgium. Um, well, okay, so I have France winning the whole thing, obviously. Yeah. Um, so France is obviously going to take Belgium. Um, and out of that Croatia-England game, oh, God. Um, what do you What do you think the scoreline is going to be for, for France-Belgium? Scoreline for Give me, for give France, me a Belgium. score. Give me, give me a scorer. Um, who you think is going to score. I'm going to say other events. I'm going to say 3-2 France. Wow, okay. Yeah, I'll say 3-2 wow, France. And um in that England Croatia game, um That's how I think that's a harder one to is, call. That is that's a real tough one to call. Um ultimately I think that that midfield that midfield might just take over the game for Croatia. Um that'll be a close one though. I think that'll end up being 2 to 1 and yeah. it'll most likely go into extra time. 2-1 Croatia. 2-1 in extra time, yeah. Wow. And then, you know, France. France in the final. Uh, France France and Croatia, I'd probably say 3-1 France. Um, but Ooh, they'll probably score harsh. one. They'll probably score one late. So it'll be a close game. Um, they'll, they'll probably just get that third one late where it kind of doesn't really matter. But. What about what about you, Rui? What do you think? Uh, I think it's. I think we're going to see a new champion this year. Yeah? Yep. Oh, wow. I think we're going to see a new champion. I like that take. And um, 
I think it's going to be uh, Belgium over France. Score? Two to one. Ooh. Two to one. Okay. Um, And then I'm going to have also two to one Croatia over England. I think Harry Kane's going to put one away, but it's not going to be enough. I think England's time Football's is up. Football's not going home. I think Croatia's uh, discipline, uh, organization, chemistry, they're tough. They're they tough, are tough, tough dudes. You know, you as we saw back to back 120 minutes, I think it was around the 117th minute mark. Modric is sprinting off a ball, uh, sprinting to a ball, saving it from going out of bounds at 117 minutes, just giving everything that he's got. And I, you know, I, I think that's just, I think that's just, just a sign. You know, they're and, working for it. Yeah. They're there. They're there they're, for it. They're working for it, and I th- I think they're going to pull it. I think they're going to pull through, and make it to the it's final. Be two to one, uh, Croatia over England. So it's going to be um, close. Uh, Belgium and Croatia for me. But in the third place game, I'm going to give it to France. I think they're <laughs> going to win three nothing to England, and uh, the final. Uh, I want Croatia to win, but, but I think I think Belgium's going to I think Belgium's going to yeah. take it two to one, Belgium. Two one Belgium. All right. Two ones. Nice. Two to ones. Nice, Joe. Nice. Um, two right. to one in extra time. Two. Whoa. Two, two to one, one in extra, in extra time. time. Again. Again. Okay. All right. Um, France Belgium. I'm calling calling France two to one. I think they're just too good, man. France is just if they're on, oh, they yeah. can they'll they'll absolutely demolish teams. Kylian Mbappe is playing out of his mind. I th- I think he grabs a goal um, for England-Croatia. I think it's going to be another nail-biter. But I think, like you guys both said, that Croatian midfield is just doing special, special things. So I'm calling it 2-1 to one extra time. They get that goal. Croatia move on into the final. It'll be, it'll be France and Croatia. And then Belgium and England for the third place game, and I think Belgium's gonna Belgium's gonna win that third place. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of the final, my heart really wants to say Croatia's gonna take it, but I'm thinking I'm thinking France might win it all. I think that they'll win two two nothing. But that's just these two, are all just two nothing over Croatia. Two nothing over okay. Croatia. But this is all predictions, man. Yeah, this we don't know what's going to happen. This whole, like oh, I with said, the this way whole, this World Cup's yeah. been going, it's bizarre. It, who the hell knows? Yeah. It's like who would have called Russia is going to beat Spain? Yeah, yeah. Mind who who would have even thought Russia would have gotten that far? That far to even, play Spain? Even Croatia, Croatia too. I mean, yeah, a lot of people thought? knew. A, a lot of people know that there's there's quality in Croatia. There's good players. They're a good yeah, team. They, but they, they struggled. They, they really did. They they struggled in qualification. They they didn't even win their group. Iceland won their group. Yeah, Iceland won well. their qualification group. So, you know, usually it's hard to rebound from a struggling qualification, as we saw Argentina barely qualifying for the World Cup, and their struggles continue. Out in the first round, yeah, yeah, first uh, first knockout round. You know, and it was a very very shaky group stage for them. You want to know something interesting? Just a, a fun fact that uh, that I found. Here are the populations of the final four teams. France has 65 million people. England has 53. Belgium, 11.5. Croatia, 4.2 million people. They are the smallest country ever to qualify for the semifinal. 
Wow. Okay, that's interesting. Wow. It'd be it'd be nice. To, it'd be nice to see Croatia win. It'd because it'd be nice to finally see um one one of the smaller countries, one of the smaller you know teams win the World Cup. But it's amazing. Knows, dream dreams can happen, man. Amazing. You know, you're constantly seeing the the Germanys, the Spains, the Brazil, yeah. um, Argentinas. Yeah. So it'll know, be refreshing. Yeah, it, it would it's be. refreshing. It to would see. be. To, it would be refreshing to see you know Croatia or or Belgium for that matter. Yeah, it'd but, be nice. Yeah. It'd be nice to see a new champion, especially you know the 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 two golden generations that they have. That like oh, yeah. this is this is their time to win. It's it's their only time. I think, especially for Croatia, they're a little bit older than uh, than uh, Belgium's. Yeah, I would say generation. so on a whole. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, Modric is thirty two, Mandzukic. 32, Rakitic isn't 30, I believe, 31. So they're getting up there. This is yeah. their last rodeo. Um, and Belgium, Belgium's still there with young players, with young yeah. talent. And I think, like they'll, I think they'll be young. back. Yeah, I think Lukaku, they'll be back. De Bruyne. Yeah. yeah. So the, they'll be back. So, yeah. I guess we just have to see what happens, right? Yeah, we'll wait and see. We'll, um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll wait and see that those games are on, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday for the semifinal. The finals on Sunday. We'll um, be watching. Yeah, we'll be watching. We're originally we're trying to do this podcast every you know Friday, doing a recording. Um, next week we'll probably push it till you guys after the final. Yeah, we'll, we might as well just push it till after yeah. the final. Yeah, um, and that then do recording good. after that. It just makes makes more sense yeah. to you know that way we can you know review the final whatever. Um, so, Ho- hopefully it's good. Oh, I'm sure it'll be good. One way or another, whoever the winner is, will definitely. It, it's it's been an exciting World Cup so far, so we'll. I, I think we'll. I think we'll get a good product. Yeah.